Good morning, chaps. Bonjour. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And good night. And good night for that's from, whoever's listening. That's from... Um, oh, what's the film called? The Truman Show. Tru- oh, yeah, 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 Truman yeah, Show yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Jim Carrey. That's what that's from. Why is it not filming years? Mate, it's such a good film, isn't it? Is it on now TV or anything? I don't know. I might watch it tonight if I can yeah. find it. If, that's I, such I bet, a good film. Yeah, I bet it's on Prime or something. I used to, Right, so I used to have that. Save to my iPod Classic. I could. I found a way to put videos on it, and I remember I had that, and I had the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I had Sweeney Todd. What? Wait, on an iPod Classic which had a screen <laughs> yeah. that was like yeah. an inch across. I used to go to bed just <laughs> holding it, like really close up to my face, like. Oh, no wonder this, your eyes are so bad. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> my iPod classic. But then I got a touch and I put the same films on there. And then I was like, this, oh, is, this is a lot better. A bit better yeah. Then I got pickpocketed and my touch went. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. And there is the history of my Apple <laughs> life. <laughs> Aside from movie reviews, movie, movie reviews, movie, reviews. Movies, movie reviews, and... Tom's life with technology. Uh, there's just the two of us today. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is out doing stuff and Working. things. And we, yeah. Some of them have gone back to work. Yeah. We normally do this at the weekend, but then we were doing other stuff at the weekend, which we will tell you about. We were planning some exciting things that we're currently getting ready. Yeah. We'll leave that till later on in the episode. Yeah, yeah. I'll just sort of do a little, that's a nice, a little preview. Yeah, a little, little preview. Yeah. That's little you know, preview. what we've been doing. But you've got to keep listening. To find out what we've been yeah. doing. Oh, that's how you do a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leave them wanting more. Yeah. But for now, we have we can talk about a few things we've been listening to this week. Yeah, that's what this podcast normally revolves Some, around. Mm, occasionally. Occasionally, of us chatting about new music and stuff and what we've been listening to. Yeah. So the, the, the rest of the world can keep up to date with Ooh. what music we like. What have you been listening to, Jazz? Uh, I tell you what, I've actually been listening to loads of Young Blood. Mm. Like I, I'm a, getting a little bit obsessed with him. Like I found myself just watching his YouTube channel the other day. Yeah, he's amazing. Like he's wicked. I've never, I've, I've still I still watched him properly. I tell you what, I don't particularly like. I enjoy it, but I don't particularly like the. I think it's his first album, mm. the one where he's in the straight jacket on the. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're good songs, but I just don't think they just don't quite resonate with me. And then he put out um, "Hope for the Underrated Youth." Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that is incredible! Like it's I'll really it good, out. start to finish. It's not long. Yeah, uh, it's it's wicked. Really, really cool. Nice. Really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then like weird. I can't wait to see what he does now and the direction he's taken now with like the track he put out the other day. Weird. Uh, yeah. Well, I said yes, I've day, heard, he put I've, it out ages ago now. You showed me that. That's with the video he made in isolation. Yeah, he made right? a video in isolation, yeah. just him and his mates in the flat. It actually looks really, really good. Dope. Well, I think it helps that one of the people he's isolated with, I think, is a videographer. Yeah. So he's actually isolated with someone who knows what they're doing. I mean, that's which, handy. Which helps. But they filmed the entire thing on, like, iPhones. Yeah. And, like, I think he had, um, like, a, a stabiliser thing. And yeah. they literally filmed the whole thing on iPhones, which I think... Amazing. Like, yeah, that's it. That's that's. I think that's why I've fallen in love with him a little bit because he's quite ingenious at adapting to situations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like throughout this whole thing, he's not like stopped doing anything. He's like put a whole YouTube series out called "Stay Home with Young Blood," and he's got he's made this like Saturday morning style TV show called Young the the Young Blood Show. It's wicked. It's yeah. so cheesy, like horribly cheesy. 
but in the best way. Like, because you could tell it's done a little bit tongue-in-cheek, like, a little bit of irony there, like, oh, yeah, we're going to be mad and crazy, woo! Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really funny. But he yeah. does, um, he gets, like, I mean, the guests he get on it alone, like, he's, uh, the first, no, the second episode had MGK. Oh, shit. Um, 21 Golden, I yeah. think his, his name is. He does that, um... Sold my soul to the soul Oh, that was it, yeah. Yeah, 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 he does yeah. that one. But yeah, they did, they've done a version of that with him and Youngblood doing oh, it. Oh, sick. Uh, so it's like, a, he, Youngblood features on it now, and it's awesome, like, that, that version is wicked, I prefer it to the original. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was, it, he's just quite ingenious, and this, like, Saturday morning TV show is really cool, and like, yeah, he's just, he's just a bit of a cool dude. Yeah. And, like, I want to jack a lot of his style because <laughs> I like the clothes he wears. Like, mm. I really like the clothes he wears. I'm sure as well he didn't, like, just accidentally end up isolating with a videographer. He must have been like, oh, no, shit, I, I need to no, there I think what happened, he explained this. What happened was he was supposed to be in LA for about a month, mm. finishing off some stuff for the new record. Yeah. So, obviously, he had videographers and stuff around him, and I think they're his friends that he's got over there. Okay. And um, So, he was staying in an apartment with them, and then lockdown happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so, he got stuck over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's now been over there a lot longer than he intended to be. Oh. But still, quite I mean, handy for yeah. him, isn't it? It's still, really? still handy, yeah, yeah. It's not like he's uh, now stuck doing but he's just he's just really ingenious. He just he puts out so much content. Like, he literally does loads of stuff. Like, on his live streams, he's, like, showing off new tracks. So, like, oh, he's, he's just... If you're a band listening and you want to know how to do social media properly... Go and look at Youngblood's stuff. Yeah. And like, just pay attention to his channels because he does it right. Yeah, I guess it's just making the most out of one little bit of content and then just dragging that out. Oh, yeah, in yeah, different, yeah. In different yeah, if you go on his YouTube channel, like, his, his songs have like four or five different iterations of music video. Like, I love a visualizer and loads of different stuff. And it's, yeah. it's really cool. Like, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm a little bit obsessed with him at the minute. <laughs> I mean, the, it helps that the music's fantastic. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's always good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, expect more of that style from us, probably, then, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I get more and more into this rabbit hole of, let's make loads of content for the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've just been listening to Notes on a Conditional Form. On repeat, the new 1975 record. I and think we might fall out over this. Yeah, I know. Because I like don't it, do like you? it. You don't like What don't you like about it? I really like the singles they put out. Yeah. Everything else feels like filler. No, you see... I, for me, everything else feels like filler. The I think I... those singles were so top-notch and mm. so good. And I was so excited for the album. And then when they put it out, to me, it sounds like they wrote those songs... They were so good and then couldn't decide what else to write. And I don't know, the thing, the thing I really like about it is the tracks you're saying that are filler are kind of, they're definitely like 90s UK garage inspired oh, and with yeah, all yeah, like yeah. the synths and electronics they've got going on and it's just like a cool new sound they've got. But what I really, really, really like about the album and it's something they've actually received bad reviews about is the fact it will go from one of the kind of more poppier kind of singles that they put out straight into one of them and then you've got like a stream of like 15 minutes of like all this like synth and bounce and stuff that you can just kind of like chill out and vibe to and then all of a sudden something else comes on that's just one of the singles you're like whoa 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 like what's going on and it is definitely when i just I first... I don't think it's an album i when... think that's my problem with it it's not an album mm. like and when i listen to an album i expect something like like boston manor for example 
uh, they put that album out, it feels like an album from start to finish. Like it is a like a complete body of work. It's really weird. Like, I I don't mind when bands switch up their sound. Like, yeah. Between albums and stuff like that, and between singles and stuff yeah. like that, like I love it. I love it when bands switch up yeah. their sound. But not halfway through a body of work. See, it's interesting because like, the reason you don't like it is the reason I like it. Because yeah. on the contrary, I have not listened to an album in years that I've stuck on and just gone, "Whoa, where the fuck is this going? Oh, what, what's going on here?" Like I love it. I love kind of being on my toes with it and just like the first time I listened to it. So, oh no, don't get me wrong. I think you can do unexpected things mm. in an album. Mm. I just think what they've done with that album, it's not so much unexpected for me as. It just doesn't fit. Really, like you can See, be ex- unexpected and still fit. Yeah, like the fucking Enchikari, a perfect example. Yeah. Of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Unexpected, but still fits. 100%. Like all the way through that, listening to that uh, their new album. Nothing, uh, well, nothing is true and everything is possible. Nothing is true and everything is possible. Um, all the way listening through that, I had no idea where it was going because mm. it like, it jumps around and chops and changes. They've got like weird like garagey bits, but it still pulls back into the. Enchikari sound. I just don't feel like the other tracks on Conditional Form pull back into that 1975 sound, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I th- I just think on a whole with this album, they've caused a lot of like divided opinions, just like me and you have. I think it's literally like that on a global scale. Like, I'm so I'm a big fanboy and I was up at midnight and stuck it on, but and I'm part of like a fan group on Facebook. And I've seen so many posts on there of people being like, this is one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life. And so many other people just going, what the fuck is this? This is just like, it's, you know, what you're saying. Yeah. And it has, it's literally not only divided, even just like casual listen, listeners, it's completely divided their fan base. And I'm kind of like, that's quite a ballsy move. Yeah. You know? Artistic, from an artistic point of view, it's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Like, yeah. But at the same time, as, as a sort of casual listening to the 1975 I didn't get it but also for me it's the one thing I find the one thing I will completely agree with you on your point on is that people right at the start that oh can we segue quickly yeah go on I think I'm slightly disappointed in the album mm. because I really really wanted to hear 1975 do that aggressive sound yeah because they did it so they fucking did. well they did like i really wanted to hear them like attempt an entire album yeah that that would have been 1975 cool. but aggressive but, as like, fuck punk. like yeah i love it yeah but it's yeah and that's a really good point because for me that's the one that doesn't fit you listen to that at the start and to be honest, the whole album has a lot more of a chilled out, vibey kind of feel. So, like, I will stick that album on when I just want to, like, chill out on my own and just, like, relax a bit. Because all the other songs are, are pretty much like that. Even, like, the poppier, like, upbeat, like, If You're Too Shy, it's still got that kind of a little bit more of a chilled element to it. And then, but People just really, for me, sticks out like a sore thumb. And I loved it as a single, and I fucking love that song. But I think like it should have either just stayed as a single before the album and not been on the album, or they should have done an album of that. Because I agree, that would have been fucking I dope. I would love, love, love to hear the 1975 yeah. do a full album yeah. of songs like People. Especially with how well they did People. Because a lot of their... A lot of like Matty's lyrics are punky and anarchist and oh, stuff yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. and it they it would just so work. I think it's part of the reason I like the 1975, because yeah. as much as it's glammed up with all this pop and like cool little disco-y riffs mm. like at its heart they they are a punk band yeah 
They yeah. they have that at the the core of yeah. what they're doing. Definitely. And it's just built on from there. Yeah, I think that's why I'm a big fan of them as well. Um, because it is it is punk, and that's that's why I think people work so well because his lyrical themes just work with that kind of aggressive sound. I, just, I really want to hear them do a full yeah. aggressive. It would like, be thing. fucking be so awesome. so good. Well, so this was the last album of like the era they're called. Nineteen seventy-five. Do post-hardcore like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like this is like. The last album of an era called Music for Cars that's had the first album all the way through to this one as part of that, they're calling it the Music for Cars era. They're then moving on to a completely different era of the band, apparently. And I'm, oh, okay. I'm fucking stoked to hear what that's going to be. Because I don't think... I They could go more aggressive and more punky. They could have just experimented with Well, I think this last album's like, left it open to... We can do whatever. Who knows fucking, what this have, Did you hear the country be? song called Roadkill on it? Full on country pop song. Are you just like, what? <laughs> Sick. I mean, I'm vibing on this. This is great, but what? No, now, now you're saying that, this album now makes more sense to me. Yeah. Because it sounds like this, this is a collection. It's it's not really an album. It's a I'm collection. Stop calling it an album because it's it's not really. They've they've an album. come out and said it's, it's a collection. It's a collection. Of just works. Which is and, yeah. Stick. It works better as a collection. Yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah, it makes more sense now. You said they're trying to move into a new era. So mm. maybe this is a collection of songs they built up over this era. And they're like, right, cool, let's release all these songs. And just see which are the most well-received. Well, not and... even that. It's just like, it's like tidying out the closet, you know, yeah. so they can build yeah. more stuff. Yeah. Because they're literally going, right, let's get rid of all this stuff. And, right, let's start this new era with a fresh, yeah. like, clean slate. If they went down that fucking... Punky aggressive route. I'd be oh, that'd be so stoked. sick. I would be Freaking stoked. Fucking 1975 headlining slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> because they've gone like really aggressive. Mate, that would be sick. <laughs> like they would lose all of their team fucking <laughs> audience. Like, completely. well, apart No, I think them, it could but... go the other way. I think they could be the band to bring maybe, younger teens maybe. into the more aggressive music. Because I do remember when People was first released. All of their fan base was like, what the fuck is this? Why is he screaming? This is horrible. And now you see them at shows yeah. and they're and like, they're oh my God. Screaming along <laughs> yeah. to it. And like, I went and when when I've been to like 1975 shows before, because I've been to quite a few of them, um, people, it's like obviously the more indie crowd trying to do those like indie kind of pits and stuff like that. You're like, okay, whatever. But then well, the last time I saw them when I was standing, they did people at the start and they actually fucking went mad. And nice. I was like, holy shit, like, you're right, who knows? They could they could bring they it could back into the, the mainstream. They could become the new gateway band. Like, Legit. brings it back into the mainstream. Because I wonder how many of those kind of younger people have listened to people, the song, and then gone, well, hang on, there must be more music out there like this. I don't know, they might not yeah. have, but they might have just gone, well, actually, if I like this, maybe I do like some fucking, like, punk rock. Yeah. And gone shit. and tried some new shit that they wouldn't have normally tried tried out. Because then the day, so I think I think the world always needs gateway bands like yeah, that. Yeah. Like you're yeah. always gonna find gateway bands. Oh, like, for me, it was, it was my chem. My chem yeah. was my gateway yeah. band into yeah. like emo and all this side of things. Yeah, because yeah. before that, I was listening to like Scout of Girls and the Killers mm. and, and then, a lot of indie stuff. And then yeah, and then I heard my chem and my pretty much overnight my entire music taste changed because I discovered this new new to me thing yeah it was like yeah. oh my god and then today whatever kind of Matty and the rest of the guys put out they that core teenage audience that love them so much oh, are, are just gonna go it's come from them I like this yeah. so they could put out whatever they probably cause a bit of a, a 
pissed off audience to start with, but as it goes into it and then they start playing stuff like that live and they're like, oh shit, this works really well, this is really cool live, then, you know, who's to say they can't be that I band? I think that what Night Seventy-Five have done so nicely is they've built this really dedicated fan base. Yeah. Like, when so I don't think I've ever met anyone who sort of likes the 1975. They either fucking love them or yeah. can't stand them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's really There's weird. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. You either love them yeah. and you will talk about them endlessly when yeah. someone brings them up in conversation, like we've done for the past, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, or they, well, just they, they can't stand them and they don't get them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like when you you had on the other day, didn't you? Like one of their like really old sets from oh, like yeah, what was yeah. it twenty thirteen, and they were playing some like tiny festival in Kentucky. Yeah, it was it Kentucky? Somewhere Some, yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere in the, the sticks of America, uh, yeah. like little tiny festival, little tiny like marquee. It wasn't even like a festival tent. It was a marquee. <laughs> uh, the sound tech lesson was having loads of problems. Uh, fucking would like <laughs> as a small sound tech and they come up with that like because even then they they didn't have a simple rig did they i mean they i think on that particular set they did because they just had the one synth and then the guitar bass and drums yeah about two guitars bass and drums yeah yeah so um, that but i think they still had some backing tracks and stuff and if you're at a small festival working a little tent it's probably not Exactly what With you can do. Like <laughs> sixteen channel desk. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? It'd be a bit of a ball ache, wouldn't it? But like even then, like everyone that's kind of there, that small audience that was there, you could tell they were really into them and actually listened to mm. them. And probably everyone else at that festival that weren't there were probably just like, "That shit," <laughs> you know. So it, it even I think it just they just caused that divide like straight away. But yeah, going back to the album. It, is, it does seem to be more of a collection rather than an album. Yeah. Just, just having the word notes in it, because I guess it is just like, yeah. here's a bunch of stuff we've just been kind of messing with and working on. And I think that's probably why it took so long, because they were literally writing at the same time as recording, and it was all just ideas forming, and all of a sudden they were like, oh shit, actually we could add this to this song, you know? So, so Yeah, thinking about it that way, I, don't kind of, yeah. I appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. There's Think a really cool way. song at the end. Like, I don't like the garage stuff that they've done. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. A I'm a big fan. Like, it's my favourite stuff on that, on that album. Like, I love it. It's, it's the but stuff two shot, I'm two shots. Two shots. It's a Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yes, give me more of two shots. I think it's just recently I've been like really into like pop and alternative pop. So it's stuff like Youngblood. And, so you want to hear yeah. more of that vibe? I, yeah. The minute I'm in a more poppy yeah. sort of frame. I think it's the summer. I think yeah. summer puts me in yeah. a poppier vibe. There's and I'm like, I want to like listen to pop music and yeah. have a good time and like dance around and be listening to loads of All Time Low. And, yeah. 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 There's a really cute bit. on It's a, it's a penultimate track on it. And I, I think it's called Don't Worry or something like that. And Matty wrote it with his dad when he was 11 years old. And they put it at the end of that. Again, this is what I mean. Like, it is just a collection of stuff that I think they've done in the past and what they're writing now. And um, got his dad, Tim Healy. You know the guy... Uh, have you watched Benidorm? Yes. So the guy that cross-dresses on Benidorm, he's like the cleaner. Don't oh, okay, say, yeah. It's his dad. Ah. And uh, so they wrote it together and he actually got him on the on the record and they sung it together and I was like, this is wholesome as fuck. That's wholesome yeah. as fuck. Like, it's really cute. That. It's really cute. And to be honest... It's definitely not one of the best songs the 1975 have put out, but then when you have that context of it, you're just like, 
I mean, he wrote it when he was 11 with his dad. That is fucking adorable. Like, I'll <laughs> forgive him for putting that on there. <laughs> but no, I, I really, really enjoy it. It's one of my favourite things they put out. And I keep vibing to that electronic-y, garage stuff. I'm just like, every chance I get, I've got it on like, yeah, boy. <laughs> but I'm the, sa- I'm the same with the new Shikari album as well. Oh, I'm I'm in love with the new Shikari album. So it's so good. Best thing they put out. But again, it's fallen into my like poppier frame of mind at the minute. Like, I think that's what's saying. Yeah, off. yeah. It's like they've done a poppier album, and it's yeah. it's amazing. It's, it's it's literally for me one of the best things they put out. Yeah, me too. One hundred percent. The best album. I've seen a lot of fans putting it at the the top of their like album list now. Yeah. Just saying, like it's fucking shit hot and it is it's great and there but well i bought tickets to go see them in november whether or not i think there's a very slim chance it'll happen and even at the time i was like do i even bother but then i was like you know what i will because i will absolutely kick myself if it ends up happening i'm not going because they already had so i'm going to rock city in nottingham they already had one date there sell out and that's why they put another one on and i was just like I can't, I can't just miss it. And this was before the release of the album as well, wasn't it? No, it was after. Was it after? Yeah, because they, they had it, they had a tour ready before the release of the album. They announced that, and then obviously that all got cancelled. And they didn't, I, I think something went wrong, and they couldn't like just postpone the tour because they wanted to do it at the end of the year. I think some venues weren't happy doing it because they weren't sure if they'd be open. Some just couldn't fill the dates or whatever. So it's kind of a bit of a different route they're doing. But it's kind of similar, just slightly different venues and stuff. Um, okay. And yeah, it's weird, man, because like whenever they play in Nottingham, it always sells out well quick. It's like they just seem to have a really good fan base over there. Mm. But I guess people that like, if they're just doing Nottingham, you've got like all the fans from Leicester and that going. Um, and like we saw when we saw them at the O2 in Leicester, it was sold out like really quickly. So because That's they weren't. That's such a good show. Yeah. Because they weren't doing a Leicester date and they don't do stuff like Derby and stuff like that, all of those fans come together in Nottingham and I think that's why it just sells out so quickly. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I really want it to happen. I really do. <laughs> but I just, I'm already a bit like, probably not going to. It's probably going to be postponed till like early next year. Uh, but who knows? I miss live shows so fucking I've much. seen the thing this week um, and basically there's been reports that all the big promoters have just written off 2020. Like, they're just not booking anything. Um, and just waiting yeah, there's been, I've seen a lot of stuff on the grapevines about they don't think venues or pubs yeah. will be open until January yeah, next year. Yeah, so I think they've and just... we're only in, like, May. <laughs> but we were saying the other day, weren't we, it could be something cool that ends up happening. If they open smaller venues at first... These big promoters could be booking a lot of underplays at smaller venues. Yeah, which, which would be, be sick. Which would be sick to see, like a lot of a lot of these bigger bands doing, like maybe longer tours, but like yeah. playing a lot of smaller venues. Yeah, yeah, that would I'd I'd fucking love that. Yeah, I mean because of my job as well, that would be sick. Because yeah. I'd end up getting to book bigger bands. Yeah, for anyone you know? that doesn't know. Oh yeah, Khan was the venue manager at a little place called the Shed, yeah. which is like our home venue. Yeah, we play there all the time. It's yes, really fun. We do. It's, it's a really good venue. And I yeah, so I I manage all the events and stuff there. So, given my job, if big promoters start going on putting these shows on with these bands, I mean I, I mean it would be stressful as fuck having these bigger bands come and play a smaller venue. But it would be so cool as long as they're nice. As long as, as, as they're fine. fine. As long as but they're it, nice. They'll, in they'll my 
in my kind of... remember how nice Shakara was. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, that was, From my that was experience, the bigger bands actually seem to be nicer than some of the smaller bands. Because I think the smaller bands just <laughs> get it what, in their there's, heads. There's this gap. Yeah. There's this really weird gap between, like, small up-and-coming and then, like, mid-tier-y bands and then big bands. Yeah. And, like, that mid-tier, we run into so many assholes in that mid-tier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. they're, like, on their way up. Well, they're put. You'd probably class them a little bit bigger than up and coming. Yeah. So they've, yeah. they've got a fairly decent fan base. Like, they'd quite easily sell somewhere out, like The Shed, which is only 200 cap. Like, it wouldn't be a stretch for them to sell that out, but they're probably not ready for, like, the bigger O2s yet. Yeah, that's it. And I think because because they know they're on the way to that, I think they start getting a bit too big for their boots and thinking they're the absolute shit. Um, yeah, I guess it's it's... Mainly the bands that are selling out venues like the Shed and like two, three hundred cap venues, and they're on their way to bigger things. But then I think once they get to the bigger things, they then go, okay, we're here now, and they're a bit more chill. I I I think when they hit those bigger things, obviously because they're working with people who have been in the in at that level of the industry. Obviously, when you go into venues like that, like the big O twos, a lot of the big O twos, like all their staff have worked in the industry for a very long time. Yeah. They're very established, yeah. and they maybe get a bit knocked down a little bit because it's like, oh shit, I don't actually know as much as I thought I did. And it humbles yeah. them a bit. Yeah, definitely. But I also think there's a case to say that the bands that do get big are the ones that are humble. Yeah. Like, because 90% of this game is making friends. Like, it's making friends with the right people in the right places and you're never going to make friends if you're a fucking asshole. That's true. Like... That's true. As we have learned with some of the bands we've met, like, you just... Yeah, there's so many because bands you that you now won't book again because... Yeah. They were and then I'll have the like promoter friends being like, "Oh, I, I thought you've had this band before. Should I should I get them in?" And do you know what? Even if they're the best band I've ever heard, I'll be like, "I wouldn't, mate, because they're dickheads." And if you're not getting the shows, you're not playing to the yeah. fans, and yeah, you're not building a fan. And base. we have a stressful enough job as it is. The last thing you want is to come in, work in like a gig in the evening, and then having to deal with like dickhead bands. And you just say to other people, like, I just wouldn't bother. It's actually, like, they're really good and they bring quite a few people, but honestly, it's just not worth the hassle because then you'll go to bed feeling fucking miserable because you're just like, these guys were just dickheads. <laughs> like, uh, and to be fair, some of them, they have their guard up a bit because I think they've run into met some promoters and some venues. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying all like promoters shit. and venues yeah. are, are, are also nice yeah. people, but, yeah. like... Try but, try and be nice yeah. to everyone. So if I get a kind of dickhead bandit, I will still act nice to them. And some of them will go, oh, okay, this guy's actually a nice dude. I don't have to, like, have my guard up about stuff. Yeah. You know, I can just we're, actually talk not, to him. We're not trying to dick anyone yeah. over. We're all here because we love music. Yeah. Like. But, they, you know, they must have been involved with a lot of people that have tried to dick them over. Yeah. So it, it, is, it is fair enough, and I can see, like, both sides of it. But, yeah. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to it if they do start having to do underplays. Because... I'm pretty sure they'll have to start by opening smaller venues before they have like the O2s and all of that. Yeah, definitely. Open. So it could really potentially lead to some good shows. And especially for independent promoters that are self employed and can't make a lot of money at the minute, as soon as they get it some might venues, be a really nice boom yeah, after this. Yeah. As soon as they get some nice venues to be able to book at, they might just go, Well, there's nothing going on until like summer twenty twenty one for me now, so uh might as well just see if these bands want to do an underplay. I, I just really hope that what happens when we comes out of this, because there's been so much stuff online of, like, ban bands doing live sets and bands doing, like, stuff with other bands and collaborating and doing all this. 
I just hope it brings a new sense to like maybe a younger generation that haven't been exposed to that gig yeah. life yet. Yeah. And they're going, watching all these live bands and they're like, oh shit, I really want to see this in person. And then when they find out they can literally go down to their local venue for a fiver and see some awesome bands probably they've never heard of before. And it just, I hope it opens up this new avenue of people going to venues again because they're like, it would be oh, sick, wouldn't it? We've had all this time where we've not been able to do anything. Yeah. And I've realised that, you know what, live music fucking rules. Like, let's go and see a show. Yeah. Like, Definitely. I don't care who it is. Like, let's just go see some bands. It's just, it's going to be very interesting just to see where the state of the industry Support goes your local was. venues. Support your local venues. Every band, even the 1975, were once playing in those tiny little venues. They were. They were. And uh, they wouldn't get anywhere without being able to play to them because at the end of the day, touring is the most important thing for bands promoting their mm-hmm. shit. And if, uh, well, as we've seen in the current climate, if bands can't tour, they can't do a lot. Like, especially if they're without any access to studios to be able to yeah, write, I mean, we, we've anything. been quite lucky because we've managed to sort of scrape together enough stuff to be able to put stuff together. Oh, mate, still... I mean, our setup is so DIY <laughs> in my it's room. So DIY. It's fucking great. But <laughs> we'll, it we'll post a picture on the Instagram. Of yeah, like, yeah. The, stu- the studio. The studio. <laughs> air quotation marks <laughs> in, uh, in Cardell's room because it's it's janky as well. I love having it in my room. It's great because I can just like, we've got like an electric drum kit in here and I can just blast it out. I practice drums now probably an hour or two a day at least Yeah. if I'm not doing any writing or anything. But then I've started posting like drum covers up and people have been enjoying them and I've had messages. They've been really cool. I no, really no. enjoyed the, I'm gonna the drum do. Covers. I'm doing some more. We've just been busy with what we're going to tell you about in a bit. That's why I've not been able to do yeah. them. Uh, but as soon as we've finished sorting this out, then I'm going to go back to the drum covers. And I've had loads of people like messaging me, like, oh, mate, it'd be really cool if I could, like, if you could cover my band's song. And, like, when I first put, I, the first one I put out was just a playthrough for one of ours. And I was, it was just for a test and a bit of fun. And I was like, oh, I'll probably just do some covers of some, like, big songs, like some Shikari songs, some Broco songs or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, it's just when people, loads of people started messaging, like, oh, can you, co- like, do a drum playthrough for my band? And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And I'm actually start making money new... off it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm starting like, to... yeah, yeah. Fifty quid. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm starting to discover new music from it. It's fucking nice. great. It's, nice. it's a way I never thought of even doing it. Did we have anything else that was like new radar that we were like, oh, I've been jamming this loads. We listened like... to the new Lemon, didn't we? And that was Creeper. Creep. Oh fuck yeah. Creeper. <laughs> yeah. I just check my. We literally before we sit down to this podcast, me and Carnell go on our release radars. And like quickly have a scan through to see if there's anything we forgot about that we've been listening to, and it's like, oh shit, yeah, I've listened to that. Yeah, and yeah, and we were scanning through and we saw that uh, Creepers' new tracks on Spotify now. Uh, it's called All My Friends. Yeah, yeah, it's just, just this dope it's piano ballad. Like, yeah, piano ballad. It's sick. Like, apparently, the um, when they posted it, um, the vocalist, I think his name's Will, posted like the story behind the song, and it was really cool. Like, yeah. um, apparently, he was like sort of left. I think they'd been on tour or something, and he got left alone in this like venue that had this like grand piano and he was just like playing along and ended up writing this song Dope. and it's it's really really good it's I really like, like it. i'm so excited for this album man i, I just am. wish they'd stop pushing it back <laughs> i wish they'd stop pushing it back and just release the damn thing like yeah, yeah. it's i it's gonna be a brand new sort of era for creeper i guess which i'm really looking forward to because like for people that don't know me i've never actually been a fan of creeper i've never really the first album i didn't really get i didn't you know, I, I understood it, but I didn't enjoy it that much. 
Whereas um, I have been a little emo fanboy and absolutely is. loved them since they put the first thing out. Yeah. But this new, the new, every single they've put out that's going to be on this album, I'm absolutely psyched for. And now I'm really looking, I would never thought I'd turn around and say I'm looking forward to the next Creeper record. But it, for me, it just sounds a lot you more interesting. You were actually excited to see them at Trees this year. I was. Yeah. Let's not bring that up again because I will cry. Yeah, let's not talk about Trees. <laughs> Especially as the weekend that just passed. Uh, I would have been slammed them. Meant to be at Slammed Yeah, dunk, same. Which sucks. Sunday I was like, oh, oh I no. Been, I, would have, I should have been at Slammed oh, right no. now. But then I, I kind of kind of got rid of my festival blues a little bit on the Sunday by watching, um, well, no, on the Saturday I was watching a bit of the I'm Glad You Exist Fest. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. was really cool. Uh yeah, yeah, it was sick. There was, there was so many great bands on there. It was all acoustic. I ended up watching Finn's performance from that. It yeah. Was dope. Finn, Finn was wicked. Yeah. Uh, bless him, his internet problems. Just all the way through, he's having yeah. issues with his internet. His video's ever so slightly out of sync, bless him. So yeah. it's a bit hard to like yeah. watch visually, but just listen to it, because it, it, yeah. it's great. Like the, He is amazing. Yeah. The Lair, the Liar are my top pick for a band that's going to be huge in the next couple of years. 2021, 2022 could actually be their yeah, kind they're of going time to, to just go back. Especially with this like, new lineup stuff going on, the new tunes they're bringing out. I think it's just they're just going to get bigger, I think, and, and people are going to really enjoy it. Like at Trees last year when they played, I, like when we've seen them play a couple of times before, it's been in the tiny room to like 20 people. And then at the festival, like the tent was round. I was expecting to be there with like maybe fifty or sixty others, but there was hundreds of people watching mm. them, and it was like, oh, oh shit, people know who this band are and like enjoy them as much as I do, which is awesome. Yeah, it's. I'm putting so up cool. a drum cover of their stuff because uh, nice. I asked them for the uh, tempos for their um, for our house, the church, and um, shovel. Nice. So I'm gonna do some drum playthroughs of. Them, yeah, and then Lucas from Holding Absence yeah. did a set on there as well. Yeah, I still haven't watched that one. Have you not watched not it? Yeah, oh, no, I watched Finn's, I haven't watched his yet. It's, it's, it's just his voice, yeah. man. I just yeah. I can't get over every like we've seen him play four or five yeah. times now, yeah. one of those being an acoustic set, yeah, at Trees last year, yeah, and just how. It's so perfect every time. I, I just know. don't get. It's and then so those big tired. notes with the grit behind it. Oh, yeah. it's, uh, he's in, an incredible vocalist. I mean, I all, like he goes live on Instagram at least once or twice a week, and it's always like him playing through stuff, and I always check it out, and it's so good. And he's um he's set up a Patreon recently, which I might actually subscribe cool. to because it's literally like three quid a month. Nice. And it's just like extra performances and stuff from him, and I actually enjoy his playing and enjoy his voice that much I definitely will pay to watch that yeah. once, once a week definitely he's he's just sick he's just like one of the best like rock vocalists at the minute if not the best yeah to be fair yeah oh, Holden Absence is just an incredible band yeah <laughs> it's really good yeah really 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 good definitely right should we tell them what we've been working on oh yeah speaking of I keep forgetting live shows yes so we've been working on a thing called the 337 Club, which is, uh, it's the title of one of our tracks that we're putting out, yes. um, which you'll actually get to hear a little bit of in the theme tune Yeah. to to this. Basically, what we're trying to do is do a, a live gig. Like, it's all kind of live. Like, the sets, like, we, we've had to pre-record ours 
just because of the way that we wouldn't be able to live stream because we're, we're in not all in the same room. We're all in different rooms and like just working out was getting a bit hard. So we've, we've pre-recorded our set and then I think we're looking for a couple of other bands to jump on it as yeah. well. Yeah, so if you're, and, if you're in a band and you're interested, like we're happy with like acoustic performances or full band or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, if you're acoustic, like we can put you straight live. Yeah. Like actually have you live. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that's so much easier to do. But if you're in a band and you can put together a performance and just send it over to us, like we'll quite happily like have you on the gig. Yeah. Like on the lineup for the gig. Yeah. Um and if you're in a band and you want to do a full band performance but you're not entirely sure how it would work, drop us a message because yeah, we've we'll, just done we'll, it we'll really DIY it. as well. Yeah. And like um you can probably do it even more DIY than what we've done it, to be fair. And it it will sound nice and it will sound good yeah. and it will look good as well. So if you if you are looking for any tips to be able to do that, hit us up. Or yeah, and like we're quite happy to mix the tracks. Like if yeah. you send us the stuff, we'll mix it all together and make it sound nice. Because like, Jazz is a I, live sound engineer. I'm a live sound engineer, so like I kind of know what I'm doing. So <laughs> <laughs> I can mix it all together and make it sound nice. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. So, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And like I was saying earlier about Youngblood's, like, uh, TV show, it's going to be sort of in that style, hopefully. Like, yeah. we're putting together a few little other sections to it. Yeah. So there'll be, like, uh, I was talking to Connor from Cabin Boy the other day, and I think we're going to do, like, a drinking game with him. Yeah. But it's a bit, like, mastermind. So he picks the topic, and then I go and find loads of really hard questions about that topic. Cool. And if he gets it right, we have to take a shot. <laughs> but if he gets it wrong, he has to take a shot. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. That would so be we're great. Gonna, we're going to do like a weird little drinking game sort yeah. of thing on there. I, I was like, let's keep it Uyghur then. Let's get drunk. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we have to. We have to. Um, but the plan is to hopefully do it once a week. We're going to try it out and see if like maybe the capacity of work for doing it once a week is okay. Hopefully it will be. I can't if if it works that. once a week, we'll do it once a week. Yeah. If we can get enough bands involved... And, like, even if you're listening to this and you're mates with a band that might be able to put something together, like, just get them to hit us up. Like, yeah. Just, or you message us and be like, oh, go and message this band. And, yeah. like, we'll, we'll go and message them and see, see if they'd be interested. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, it's just something we want to do, and it's, it's something that would be really cool. And on top of that, we're um, planning a kind of virtual tour that's in the works, aren't we? In which we basically take over a different venue's facebook page and live stream from that and do some performances on there yeah so that's going to be cool obviously we've got we're going to uh, try and like i think we're going to try and do some reworks of yeah. some of the new tracks and yeah. maybe like put some acoustic versions out and like but they'll all be on these live streams on yeah. this virtual tour so keep an eye out on our socials to find out when that's happening because yeah there'll be there'll hopefully be all sorts of stuff on there that you've not heard um which is it's just gonna be dope and a lot of fun um we're just we're basically trying to make the most of this crappy situation and we've been sitting here trying to figure out what's best for us to do next and we just thought you know what yes we can't tour but can we tour is there a way we actually can tour and that's kind of what we've come up with and it also if we're doing reworks and stuff makes it a bit less dull for... yeah it's not just the same thing over and over again that's what we're just trying to work out at the minute yeah. with this virtual tour is how to do these shows uh, so it's not just the same set being watched over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Uh, which, I, I, I mean, if it's different venues and if it was a normal tour, 
It would be the same set yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. but we're going to try and make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, it would probably be mainly the same songs, but throw in a different couple of things, and then maybe for a cover in one night or yeah, something Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We'll, throw, we'll throw, throw some ideas around, and we'll make, yeah. we'll, we'll make it interesting. Yeah. If you do want to hear anything, any like any particular reworks of our songs or any covers you'd like to hear us do, then uh, let's Slide know. into our DMs on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Don't message us on Facebook because we're awful at replying. The notifications don't come up on your fucking oh, phone no, half the time. Really and then when they do, you click on them and they just disappear. You can't see the message. I hate Facebook. I could go on a rant right now about why I dislike <laughs> Facebook, but I'm not going to. But the thing I don't get is how Instagram is so good, but they're owned by the same company. Why? I have no idea. Oh, I, I have know. literally no idea. Yeah. But yeah, slide into our DMs on Instagram. Like, <laughs> it's probably the best way to get yeah. on it. Yeah, and like we said before, if you know any bands and people like that, like, we'd love to get in touch. And, and because the plan is to... talk to Finn. Yeah, that would be really yeah, cool. We want to showcase bands people haven't heard before that are kind of, like, fans of us. Yeah. And, like, try and keep people the music relatively with... similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you'll like the bands that are, get, that are getting involved with us. Like, I feel like we have quite good music taste. Yeah. So, like, picking bands shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's only a few taints on our music taste. Definitely. Maybe a, a little that. bit too much Elton John sometimes. <laughs> that is not bad taste. That is <laughs> that is classy taste. That's what that is. But, but yeah. I mean, not everyone is going to want to go from holding absence to Elton John. Why not? That would be perfect. I mean, it is great. Like, that's not, I'm that's pretty sure great. I have a playlist with <laughs> holding absence and Elton John on it, oh, like, dear. together. Yeah. So we've been there, we've been filming and recording for that, and it was actually like we found a lot of teething problems, which is why if you want to hand, let us know because we've actually found a load of issues that we've now gone. Actually, it's better to do it this way. For example, I was trying to record some by some on the drums, and then realised that that just wasn't going to happen, and ended up absolutely knackering myself out and doing the whole set, which is for any drummers out there they'd know but it is a bit different when you're doing it on electric kit as opposed to an acoustic kit you have to play the songs a bit differently the cymbal sounds aren't quite as good and because i don't have a midi cable i've just gone straight in with the jack so i've had to set volumes for each individual pad beforehand and yeah. knowing that once it's recorded i cannot edit that like that is it you know you could probably change it with a bit of eq get some little bits out that you wanted to but mainly that that's that's, that's, that's your sound. sound yeah yeah and found it quite different because doing the drum covers like the drum sounds that i'm playing are there and it is like literally one take and it's live like, i don't edit it but it sounds a bit better when there's another drum kit in the background of it oh yeah because you're like amplifying it yeah, 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 yeah when it's on its own it's a bit different a bit few more challenges but i feel like i've made it have you, have you worked out that fill from uh gravity yet no that's no. the next project. <laughs> you know what? Once I can do that, I can cover that song. <laughs> it's just, fuck you, Ash. It's just one of those things that's just going to take take a while. But oh, I'm going to do it. And f- like he's, he's been drumming longer than I have, and he's a better drummer than me. But I will get there. He's I will insane. Learn. Yeah, he is insane. I, th- I feel like this is just the wheel of holding absence. Uh, podcast. <laughs> who have actually started doing a podcast yeah I saw that they put out like, they've heard yesterday they've heard, they've they've heard they've ours seen it. and they've gone and that's, like, a, good that's a great idea there's another we band I saw that. the other day that's done that as well that started doing a podcast oh a band called The Unruly that I did a drum cover of they started doing a drum, uh, podcast as well and I was like oh, oh, we're just setting trends, trends left, right, 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 right yeah. like we started doing a podcast 
Everyone picked it up. Shikari are going to do it soon. They've been in contact with us. They've said, yo. Oh, mate, if Shikari podcast that would actually be dope. fucking ace. That would be dope. Yeah, they've picked us up and gone, yo, do you mind if we steal your idea? And we were like, mate, Raul, you go for it, mate. <laughs> Disclaimer, that did not happen. <laughs> none of this is true. Literally none of this is true. But I feel like... I'm pretty sure we stole this idea from someone else, but I can't remember who it was. What podcast? I mean, there's been quite a few of them. No, the I mean, past. like... The, I, I, Pretty sure I've seen another band doing a podcast, yeah, and I was like, "We should do a podcast." <laughs> <laughs> and we used to do. We one. used to do one. Like, yeah. let's do a. This band feels podcast. like the old podcast because it's just me and you in my room. We don't have to sit on Discord. Yeah, we're just chilling with headphones off. I can actually talk a bit more because I can actually hear what the conversation is. Which yeah, is, which is a constant problem when yeah. we're doing it over Discord because the internet is shit in your room. Yeah, I'm getting a Wi-Fi boost when I get paid this week, though. Yeah, so hopefully that will eradicate that issue. I hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, I mean, hit us up if you want to see any more um, content from We Give In as well. Because we're trying to make as much content as we can, but we could still do some more. We I could definitely like do have more. time for some Maybe more. Maybe I should learn some covers and we'll just go on Instagram Live and we'll just, I'll just play some covers. Oh, well, that'd be nice. Yeah. Can we do? I guess that's why they call it the Blues by Elton John. Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> we've said to the lads about doing that and they're against it. They won't do it. Like, I really want to do like a big fucking like rock What if we did an Elton version. John tribute set? <gasps> Just me and you. Just me and you are doing Elton John tribute set. I'll see if fuck I can it, borrow we'll Tim's Gahan. It's happening. It's happening. We'll do it. <laughs> the week of Elton We'll just John do tribute. like a little 15 minute set. All the like... other guy, all of them will be like, we're not getting involved with this. Like, I don't give a fuck, mate. We're, <laughs> we're, we're doing we're it. We're doing it. We're writing the fucking rock ballad version of Elton John's biggest tunes. <sighs> yeah. So um, what, what are we going to do? Guess I call it the blues. Yeah. Uh, Candle in the wind. It's got to be Candle in the wind. Candle in the wind. And then... Um, Oh fuck it! The one where he's on the beach. Uh, I haven't seen. Many super famous. Videos. We were listening to it after Bear Stag do. Well, we were hammered yeah. listening to Elton John. Um, I'm trying to think, but we could, we could also do the Circle of Life. <laughs> How are we gonna do a rock version of that? I did. I'll show you a video. I've oh done God. one. Oh, oh my God! We can get Bear. Bear is Jazz's Frenchy dog, and we can pick him up and do the whole Lion King thing. <laughs> He will hate that. He, <laughs> he has definite little man syndrome he and does. hates being picked up. He's just like... He is. He's like an angry old man. We, oh, my God. Uh, let's do it out with John Tribute set. We're doing it. It's happening now. It's been said on the podcast. It's doubt. It's. I mean, I feel like we've said other things on the podcast that haven't happened. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> that's just kind we of what we do. a lot of shit we come out, No, we don't chat shit. We just come out with some cool ideas and then just don't do them. Maybe I need to start listening back to these podcasts. Like, these podcasts aren't for anyone else. It's just for us to remember the stupid ideas we come up with. <laughs> like the Elton John tribute set. Like the Elton John tribute set, I'm which gonna, is definitely going to happen. What I'm going to do after the podcast, I'm going to put it in the chat and cement it there and be like, me and Jazz are doing an Elton John tribute set live. If anyone would like to join in, Maybe pre-record your bits and we'll add it in while we play it live or something. But I can definitely imagine all of them saying, fuck off, you're not putting that on our band page. <laughs> and we'll be like, no, huh? Don't put it in the chat. Don't tell them. Because they will not listen to this podcast. That's true. Oh, yeah, no, they like, won't, will they? They won't listen to it unless we tell them to. Yeah. Like, they won't listen to it. So we just do it. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> they just see one day that we go live. They're like, oh, what, what just, are they doing? It's and just, just like, and I guess that's why they call it the blues. Time they're like, oh, they're, okay, head. they're covering an Elton John song. Next. They're covering another Elton John song. Oh, 
Oh, and there's another Elton John song, and oh mate, that's gonna be. I just, so funny. I just think that fucking, you know, the, the bit in, uh, I guess that was why they call it the blues. Yeah, that on a guitar. I have to get like a wah effect so I can do the <laughs> The what? <laughs> Mate, I mean, there's effect pedals in, in Logic. Yeah. You know. Oh, we're doing it. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. For anyone that doesn't know, that's in a band, by the way, a little fun fact there's something we found out. If you've got a Mac, um, Apple are currently doing three months of Logic for free. And yeah. And that's what we've been using. Helpful facts. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, the fact. That's the helpful fact. But yeah, that's really cool for like the coronavirus-y lockdown period. They're doing it three, three months free. Yeah. I that's... believe they're doing the same with their... What's their video editing software? Premiere. Yeah, they're they are. They're doing the same yeah. with that. And I think all of their kind of like creative products, I think they're doing... Um, I think they're doing free versions off for three months. And I believe you can still get it. And it's not like three months from when they put it out. It's just three months from when you get it. I've still got a couple of months left on mine, which is dope. Don't know so what dope. we're going to do after that goes. Probably. The thing is, we can probably use GarageBand because, to be honest, if you don't use it and you've got a Mac, you probably should because it is just a free version of Logic. It's missing some plugins and some loops and synths and stuff, but it's mainly the same, to be honest. I've it never really played around with it. So it's literally, it's even laid out like Logic. Yeah. It looks like this. Sorry, we've got it on our screen in front of us. Yeah, we, it, we, we, we record this into Logic. Yeah. So. It looks like that, like it's, and it's it's completely free all of the time. So it's like, it's just worth having. I'm really sorry. My dog is going mental he is. at the door. We're going to bring the dog in, but you can't Come see him. Oh, here he is. <laughs> right. Now you be quiet. He won't be. So Bear comes in sometimes when we're recording. He sits by my feet. When you're recording vocals, and sometimes he likes to kind of go. He's a Frenchie, so he has like breathing problems. Yeah. So he he constantly makes noise. Has he had a nose job? He has had a nose job because his uh, nostrils were too small, so he had to have his nostrils widened. (laughs) There you go. He has has a nose job. But yeah, so I don't know, maybe if we put these new tracks out, you might notice a little easier. No, super quick shout out. Go and check out the French Bulldog Saviors and give them some money because they're brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'll, just I'll a little it. shout out to the charity there. Like, oh, just, uh, that's nice. Go check them out. What My missus is a bit, very big fan of them. Yeah. yeah. She, Don't, she donates money to them. Yeah. Like yeah. But yeah, um, you might notice a little Easter egg maybe in some of the recordings. You might just hear Bear right in the background. You have to really turn up the volume and just hear. Though, he was quite good when we were doing it. Like, he did, like, be really weirdly, the second we started, like, taking vocals and doing yeah. takes, he. Shut up. Well, they don't want to sneeze. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> sneeze. That wasn't this one. It's like, right, we'll have to retake that one. <laughs> Also, in the uh, live video that we've been doing, you will, if you really keep your eyes peeled, you will see him on the drum cam. He, he walks in and out of the room a couple of times. <laughs> Which I, did, I didn't notice, but I watched it back because I left the door open because it was fucking hot in here. Um, and, yeah, I just noticed Bear, walk it, he walked out and then came in with this toy pig that he's got that he absolutely adores. And he just, like, <laughs> trots in like this. And I'm just, like, sweating my ass off just playing drums. And he's just, like, just lying down next to me, just chilling and watching what I'm doing. If anyone's listening to this and they have cute dogs, 
Can you like post <gasps> pictures of them and tag yeah. them on, on your Instagram? Just put it on your story. Tag us. And tag us in it so we can see your cute dogs. Or any pets. We really. are a big fan of cute dogs. Yeah. Cute dogs, cats, yeah. goldfish. We mainly love dogs. Guinea pigs. We'll take anything. I love a good rabbit every now and again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Rabbits are Rabbits the Rabbits are adorable. We used to have a rabbit back in the day. Did he eat everything? It was a house rabbit? No, no. My friend used to have a house rabbit and then it chewed through an electrical cable and uh, electrocuted it... itself. No. Yeah. Oh my God, that's bizarre. That's really it's just It was a house rabbit, so it just wandered around the, just wandered around the house and then it used to chew things, but it never chewed cables yeah. before. And then, yeah, one day it chewed, a, chewed through a power extension cable and uh, offed itself. <laughs> oh my God. Bless it. I bet its owner was shocked. <laughs> my mate had a house rabbit called uh, it was called Dave and he had to say it like that because he actually registered it with an exclamation mark at the end of it <laughs> Dave yeah so when the uh, so when he used to take it to the vets and they were like oh um Dave and my mate would just sit there and just look around and he was obviously the only person with the rabbit and they knew it was a rabbit and he was like Sorry, can you uh, read the name properly? I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't like respond until they shouted the name. I went with it once. It was really, uh, just really awkward and a bit embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, mate, just go in and get your rabbit checked, please. No, they didn't say his name they properly. Didn't, no, no, yeah, it's like no, that's not I'm my not rabbit. Dave. My rabbit is not Dave. It's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I used to know, know someone that had a dog called Oi. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone that had a dog called Maybe because Why? they couldn't decide what to call it. It was uh, it was a family friend of my mum's and her daughter's and they um, were arguing about what to call the dog and they literally, every time they'd say it, they'd be like, oh, maybe we should call it this, maybe we should call it that and eventually the dog just got called Maybe Probably because got they couldn't maybe. decide. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's like the band name, isn't it? We came, give in, yeah. 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 It, that came about because we gave in <laughs> naming the band. Like, I think <laughs> I think literally Tom Dumphy, who used to be a guitarist, put in the chat, I give in, as in like, because we were all listing off names and none of them sounded right. And then someone else put, we give in. <laughs> and I was like, there we go. There we go. That's it. That's the band name. Like, and now it's stuck and for many years. <laughs> Can't get rid of it now. No. <laughs> It's quite good. It works. It's a, I really it's like quite it. chantable. Do you know what? It's probably that's what I was looking for from a band name. Was like I wanted something that people could chant. Yeah, you got. It's always three syllables yeah. are the best ones to yeah. go without a doubt. It's like it's probably my favourite band name I've ever been in. I've been in some bands with some horrible band names. I quite like the Surrealist. I'm in the Surrealist as well. That's a good. That's Desert I'm... Rat. <laughs> so Tom used to be in a uh, yes. glam rock band. Yeah. Called Desert Rat. When I was like 17. If you have him on Facebook, go and look through his profile pictures. Ah, you no, will it's, find on a different, it's on a different private account. Oh, yeah. We'll post them on our band page. Do you know what? I'll post one. I'll post <laughs> one. Shall I post it when we launch the podcast tonight? <laughs> we'll post it on the. Post yeah. a picture of me and my, bat, my the old podcast. The podcast name this week could be a, a band called Desert Rat. Yeah. <laughs> Literally for this. I've still got the Desert Rat guys on Facebook. They'll probably see it and be like, oh, give us a shout out. It's like. <laughs> I'm just saying how shit we were. <laughs> we listened to the EP, didn't we, that I've got in here. Do you remember when I first moved into the flat, I found the Desert Rat EP and we listened to it? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. What was the band that Tim used to be in? It was something Shotgun. Um, She Cried Shotgun. She Cried Shotgun. Yeah. I actually really like that name. I yeah. think that's great. He also used to be in a band called Dreadstroke. 
dredge shrimp. Yeah, I know. They've got um, <laughs> somewhere in the world of the internet, there is a single, a dredge stroke single that exists that I really want to find. <laughs> I like, we, so we played a game once where we were trying to come up with like the most generic band names. Yeah. And uh, what was the metalcore one they came up with? Verb the noun. Because verb the noun is literally go and look at every metalcore band, like, and, well, most like late two thousand metalcore bands, yeah, and look at their names, and they are literally verb the, the noun, noun. Yeah. and then um, any uh, any um, indie band, the nouns, the nouns, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the lids, the it's, soap. It's like Ryan from Surrealist used to be in a metalcore band when he was a lot younger, and they were called A Light of the Sky. I'm uh, pretty sure there's some posters at the shed with A Light of the Sky on them. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was in it with um, Ollie Evans, also known as Ollie. Yes, they're, they're in that band together, and uh, it's interesting. It's there's a, interesting. There's a good uh, Ryan showed me their their cover of Madonna. You know, every little thing that I say. Yeah, you've shown hung me up, it. Hung up. Very interesting metalcore cover of Madonna by A Light the Sky. <laughs> My, right, just before we go. Best band name you've ever heard. Best band name I've ever yeah. heard. What, for like, that like genuinely good band name? Or like, it's so funny, it's good. It's so funny, it's good. Um, 100%. I've got mine straight away. You have a think, I'll say mine. I'll have a think, you say yours. My friends <laughs> were in a death metal band. Uh, this was many years ago, back when I used to like, live in Northamptonshire away. And they were called Chili Con Carnage. And that <laughs> is the best band name I've ever heard still That's to this day. incredible. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> love it. That's the best. I, I can't see anyone topping that band name ever. No. Chilly I mean, I, I personally really like there was this like era of like metalcore where it all started to go a bit weird with the band names. And there's a band called We Butter Our Bread With Butter. Oh, I remember them. And like, I genuinely really like that band name. <laughs> we Butter Our Bread With Butter. And uh, oh, what was... um, Never Shout Never had a metalcore like side project they did oh i can't remember the fucking name of it now it's i ate something and i can't remember what it was called and there was a, oh do you remember that god awful band called i wrestled a bear once do you remember them <laughs> yes oh and i remember i remember the music video and the bassist just had these bright green neon strings <laughs> they like Aesthetically, they should have looked amazing, but they just, they looked gross. I think it was on, I can't remember what bass they were playing on, but it was, it's because of the actual bass. It just looked weird with the green fucking strings. <laughs> Are you trying to find this band? Eat Me Raw. Oh, yeah. That, that was what it was called, yeah. and it was really weird. Yeah, yeah. so if you, if you can think you can top Chili Con Carnage, and what, oh, and uh, I butter me, my uh, bread with butter. We butter our bread with butter. Yeah. And eat me raw, just because yeah. that's that's pretty weird. No, I do like that one. If you can, if you know any other bands that have weirder names, like let us know, because I'm really intrigued. I really just want to find out more weird band names now. <laughs> Chili Con Carnage. Happened to never shout never. I fucking. I know. I was such a big fan. The MySpace band. The MySpace. To bands. end all MySpace bands, everyone's profile song was one of their songs. Without. I might go listen to them, but apart from mine, mine was MCR. <laughs> Mine was Pigeon Detectives. What? Because I, <laughs> they, I, mean, don't, don't I wrong, didn't get into emo until like kind of after the MySpace yeah. stuff, like yeah. properly. 
I think I was with a girl at the time that was like really into the Pigeon Detectives. Was it Take like, Her Back by the Pigeon Detectives? It was not. It ah. was another one of their songs. And if you played it to me, I'd be like, it's that one. But yeah. I can't remember the title. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had some tunes, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I just did not expect you to turn around and say, oh yeah, I'm the Pigeon Detectives. No, because like, I, I was really into like indie. I think it's because yeah. there was this girl that I really liked that was really into indie music. And you just like, I now like I indie music. I had to music. like suppress my MCR stuff. It's like, I love the kooks now. No, I never like the kooks. No. <laughs> I still don't like the kooks. I quite like the kooks. I just find them really boring. First I think album is great, thing. everything else is The Libertines, on the other hand. Great band. Great band. Because they're like indie, but it's punky. It's punk. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's punk. Yeah. Them and the vaccines. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. They're punk bands. Yeah, they like, are. stop calling them indie. They're yeah. punk bands. Yeah. But do you know who we all love? Hey. The Smiths. I hate the Smiths. <laughs> no, I so cannot I. stand that Tory-loving bastard <laughs> that fucking fronts that band. I hate him. I don't He's think anyone such can. a racist piece of shit. Do you shit. think there's any, like, Morrissey fans out there? Like, not just of his music, but of him as a person. Like, he's... How can you be a fan of him as a person? He's a horrible human being. <laughs> he really is, isn't he? Like, the fact that he's vegan does not make up for his horrible fucking views. <laughs> he's done some questionable things, doesn't he? He's, qu- he's cancelled some shows on the day over some questionable things. I, I believe he cancelled... I hate the Smiths. I, I think they're awful. He cancelled one show because he found the uh, owner was liberal. And he was just like... They were like quite left-leaning. And he was just like, no, I'm not playing. What? Good. What? what anyway? Yeah, why would someone like that far left book fucking Morrissey anyway? Who knows? No, I don't get it. No. I, I just don't get the whole Smiths thing. No, I'm like, I don't get it. Like when it Joy Division are a much better band. Like Joy Division are what the Smiths wanted to be. Yeah. And they were just infinitely better. Yeah. I have the uh, unknown pleasures vinyl in my room. Let's take it. Shall hipster you just stand yeah. there. Do you want to, there's a really cool story with that Go vinyl on. as well. So, I used to live in London for like nearly a year. Sounds I lived down in London. Now, um, doing musical theatre. Studying musical theatre down in London. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, gets, <laughs> it gets way worse. Like, this gets so hipster. But it's a fun story. So I was uh, perusing the Camden market, uh, going around the, vi- the various vinyl stalls that are there. Yeah. And sort of flicking through all this, all the stuff. I was looking for the the Joy Division album because I was like, I really want it because it's such a good album. Um, and I was sort of flicking through, and as I was flicking through, I pulled it out at the same time as someone else pulled it out, and like we both pulled it out, and we had that awkward moment where we're like, let go, <laughs> like, both this. staring at each other like. Who's going to let go? And then eventually I just went, you know what? It's fine, mate. You have it. Like, it's cool. And uh, the lady in the shop saw me do it. And after the guy had left, I was still like flicking through. And she came over to me and she was like, hey, you saw what you did. And that was really nice. Like, I actually have another one and it's better. Because the <laughs> one I pulled out was just a black vinyl. And she pulled one out from like underneath the racks. Yeah. And was like, there you go. You can, you can have this one for the same price. And it's like this beautiful like yellow white splatter. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So that was just, just so a really good deeds fun, get you people. Fun story about if you're kind, karmic get... justice yeah. will happen. Kindness will return upon you. Yeah. And with that, That's ladies nice. and gentlemen, I think we should call it. Nice a little wholesome story yeah. to end the end nice. the podcast. We're gonna be doing another one really soon after this one on Sunday, I think we said. Um, yeah, because we really, uh, we, yeah, like we said, we were busy over the weekend, yeah. and today was the first day we could record the podcast. Yeah. So 
So, and I believe we'll be back with all five of us again. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I hope you enjoyed listening to me and Jazz chat shit for an hour because we enjoy chatting shit for an hour. We enjoy chatting shit for a lot longer than an that hour. That is very true. The Elton John. So if you ever see us at a show and you want to chat shit, come we and will talk chat to me and Carnell, especially if we've had a bit to drink. Yeah. Just come and like bring up an album in front of us. We'll be like, oh my god. We will talk to you for about five. <laughs> or six just bring hours. bring up bring up trees. Or bring up trees. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's always a good way. I've made so many friends for bringing up trees. Yeah, like, there was a couple of different. Oh, what was the show we were playing the other day? And their um, drive. Weren't the other day, was well, it? Not the other day. <laughs> Probably yeah. several months ago. Yeah, their they driver, tall guy, and I ended up chatting to him for trees about age. I'm pretty sure his name was Sam. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. They were really good. Yeah. I just remember the show being amazing, and then making a new friend and being like, eh, "We made friends over trees." Nice. Yeah. Which nice. is all good. Right, we're going to stop talking now, yeah. or else we will keep chatting yeah. shit for another three hours. Thank you for listening if you've made it this far. If not, well, fuck you. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you next time Goodbye. on the Cheer Up Podcast. Don't know.